Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're turning to Genesis chapter 4 and the story of Cain. And in particular, we're going to be studying the teshuva or the repentant journey of Cain. Go ahead and read uh, from the Word. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Okay. I might add here that, um, that Eve realized that this was a gift from God, and this was after they had sinned in the garden and... Uh, the curse fell upon uh, the land and the soil, but yet um, uh, they began to receive their redemption through the bearing of uh, children, and she understood that this child was a gift of God, and and uh, we understand that today. I just uh, recently had a another grandchild, and uh, we understand that that is a gift of God. So go ahead. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. Okay. So there's been a lot of debate about uh, why uh, the Lord uh, respected the offering of Abel but didn't respect the offering of Cain, uh, part of it was that uh, the offering of Abel was a blood offering. And uh, there's a blood covenant that that goes all the way from Adam and Eve when they received uh, the, the animal skins to cover that required the shedding of blood. And so this, this is part of the blood covenant. But it extends uh, even further beyond that to the attitude that was behind each uh, person, and we'll we'll uh, we'll see how this works out. Go ahead. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, thou sh- shalt thou not be accepted, and if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Okay. So we see here that um, Cain kind of had an attitude. Um, I believe he was a perfectionist. He, 
He was a tiller of the soil. He had put a lot of work into uh, this offering. And uh, his younger brother, Abel, didn't put much work into it. He gave of the flock, whereas Cain really worked diligently uh, about it. Uh, in pro he planted the seeds, he, he reaped it, he, he put together a lot of work in, in, and orchestrated this thing. He was like an entrepreneur. And so he felt cheated. Uh, and he got a bad attitude, and uh, the Lord says, you know, if your countenance is bad, sin lieth at the door. That means when we lose control, we lose our temper, uh, we're, we're in a position where we can sin. And, and uh, I'm, I'm speaking to this. Um, we're bringing this down to right where you live and where you work. And uh, we have to take control of ourselves and be careful because uh, we're, we're poised to do a sin. And that sin can impact other folks can impact us. Uh, so let's see what happens here. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Okay. So there was talk, and a talk wasn't good talk. It was arguing and... and um, and Cain took things in his own hands. He, he was mad. He, were, he, he had put more into this thing, and he got cheated. He felt like he got cheated. And uh, we see this oftentimes in organizations, and in particular the church, where people feel like they're slighted, they've worked hard, and they didn't get uh, credit for what they did. They get mad at the pastor, they get mad at the church, and they leave the church. Uh, they're offended. And we're going to talk about this further, about how people get offended. Uh, but uh, anyway, there was an offense here. It ended up with him murdering his younger brother. Go ahead. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Okay. This is the question that resounds and continues to go forth. Uh, are we our brother's keeper? This, this is our question. Um, uh, whether you're a man or woman, uh, whether you're rich or poor, you have people that, that perhaps... Uh, could look to you for some kind of support in life. And uh, the question is, are we willing to help them? Or are we going to pass it off that no? Uh, what he's saying is, does he have responsibility for his brother? And the question is, yeah, he did. He had responsibility to take care of his younger brother. And what did he do? He lost his cool, he lost his temper, and he killed his brother. Uh, and, and it was horrible what happened. Okay, go ahead. And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood 
crieth unto me from the ground. Okay, we, we see this. The voice of all the, the martyrs throughout history cry out from the ground. Uh, and and uh, so this is part of the blood covenant. Uh, the, the people of God that have lost their lives for the gospel uh, are special and their blood cries out from the ground. And, and this was true of, of uh, Abel. Go ahead. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Okay. So the thing that he loved the most, the profession that he loved the most, uh, became off limits to him. God says, no more are you going to be a farmer. He, he was a gifted farmer. He produced all this different uh, plants and herbs and things. And yet now God's saying, because of of your the murdering of your brother and and the blood that cries out, this profession, you're, I'm going to curse the ground. You're not going to be able to produce anything. And uh, so uh, his whole life, his livelihood was ripped away from him. And I, I don't know if you can see how that would happen in your particular life if if because of your sin that the the way the thing that you do best the thing that that creates provision for you is ripped away from you and now now what do you do okay continue on behold thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth and from thy face shall i be hid and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond, vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. Okay, so uh, there is there's a thing, uh, a judgment that if, if you kill somebody, then anyone from your family from that point on, has the duty to take your life, uh, a life for a life. And so he, he would have been a target uh, for future generations. Anybody that came from that family would have a right to take his life. And so he's been, he's, it's a double whammy. He's not only losing his, losing his profession, losing the thing that he loves to do, but now he's a target. He's in the crosshairs of anybody that would come from his family to take his life. Listen, listen to what the Lord does here. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. Okay. Now, I used to think, um, coming into the church, I heard of the story about Cain, and I thought that that mark was a mark of, a, of the curse, but that mark is a mark of a blessing. 
it's a it's a protective mark, and um, uh, if you study uh, what the great rabbis like the Rabbi Rashi uh, commented about uh, Cain and the mark, that mark was a letter. It was a Hebrew letter, and uh, they believed that it was the letter Tav, and that uh, that letter Tav means truth. It means actually to distill the complete me meaning of the word of the letter. It means the complete and perfected form of the everlasting covenant. And guess what, folks? In in the early pictograph of the Hebrew, that letter Tav was a cross. Uh, so he had on his forehead uh, the cross, which would later come to be the metaphor of of the complete and perfected covenant that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ came and and sacrificed his life on the cross, and it's uh, within that protective cover that um, that we as believers have. Um, so, and uh, it says that. There is a sevenfold. If somebody touches Cain, there is a, uh, or anyone that has that mark, I would uh, propose that there's a sevenfold curse that would take place in that, in that person's life. Now, I thought it was seven times, but the Bible says sevenfold. Now, that's an exponential number. That means seven times seven times seven times seven times seven times seven times seven. Uh, that would be a big number. That would be a huge blessing that would reside on that, uh, uh, not blessing, I'm sorry, curse that would come upon that person that touched him. So obviously Cain had repented and uh, uh before God, and he began a journey, a new journey. And we're going to see how this journey fulfills itself. God is a God who takes the curse and makes a blessing out of it. And, and this is the story for our, our life today. Okay, go ahead. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch. And he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Okay, that's good. <clears throat> so we see here that Cain, who proposed the question to God, am I my brother's keeper, uh, can no longer be a farmer, but he becomes a builder of cities and towns. So the one that killed his brother, his younger brother, now is in the profession of, of taking care of people, of building cities and towns that are uh, protective uh, situations for people to live. Uh, Normally, if you want a, a safe place for your family, 
to live. You find a nice town or city, a neighborhood. And he was the first builder of towns and cities. And he became uh, his brother's keeper. So here's, here's the story of, of Teshuvah, where God takes a murderer and uh, makes a blessing out of his life. He takes uh, evil and he makes good out of it. So uh, Cain becomes a Baal Teshuvah, one who is working his way through life and using uh, the bad things that happened to him to create good things. He's, he's, he's obeying, he's creating commandments and obeying them by creating these cities. So this is what you can do with your life. You can take the things that perhaps seem bad or horrible and with the help of God, you can turn in repentance to God. Maybe you were like uh, Cain and did something horrible, or maybe you were like Abel that received something horrible. Mm -hmm. uh, in either case, you can take uh, those things that happened in your life and you can do uh, a walk of repentance. We call it teshuva a journey with God, and in that journey, God will take those horrible things, and uh, uh, the Bible says we overcome evil with good. God bless you today.